You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Is your business in the people business? If you answered no, then you need to think again because according to my guest, Les Schmidt, every single business is in the people business, including yours. Now, Les is an auto repair business expert who started his business at the age of 25 and he sold his business seven years later and has since been managing auto dealerships for the last 26 years. Les's specialty is in customer service, effective communication skills and empowering people and he believes that these are the three key elements that have been at the core of his success and the incredible results that his own business and the departments he oversaw experienced. Now today, Les is going to share key insights to help you build your successful business through the relationships that you continue to build, including how to make good income anywhere, anytime, how to be a customer and people magnet, and how to handle a difficult customer or person effectively, and much more. So let's welcome Les to the show. So welcome to the call, Les. Why, thanks, Anne-Marie. I'm just excited to be on the call with you. And I'm really excited too because I know you are a veteran in business and uh, we're going to be sharing some pretty amazing tips and strategies with people, particularly around building relationships. And, and as you know, building relationships are key to building a strong business. Would you agree? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I've been using that building relationships is what builds business for a long time. I, you know, you, as you know, I evolved out of the uh, automobile service industry, and th- I can tell many stories about how, you know, customers have followed me from dealership to dealership mm. because of the relationship that we have built. And I think within that industry, it's such a competitive industry that for you to be able to say, you know, customers have followed me from dealership to dealership really is a testament to strong communication skills, high quality customer service skills, and really being able to empower people, which of course is what you're all about. And that's so very important, isn't it? Absolutely. It's crucial. Uh, I've been able to go into any new position managing a dealership department and just build it almost like magic of course it's not you know it's hard work Mm. there's work to it but just you know around that relationship with customers mainly and your employees yeah we'll talk about some of those skills in a moment but one of the things that you've said and I know that many ambitious entrepreneurs listening to today's show are very interested in finding out how they can make income and one of the things that you said is that you can make good income anywhere anytime so do you want to talk a little bit more about that what I found well I started out as, as a service technician I started my own business when I was 25 years old and all of a sudden I realized I'm in the people business you know everything I did to learn how to fix cars you know, didn't count for too much. Now I'm dealing with customers and employees. Mm-hmm. And that's when the title for my book, So You're in the People Business, it just struck me, you know, one day in the middle of the shop. But here in the States, we're dealing with the elections are taking place tomorrow. And the big number one issue is jobs. Mm-hmm. And 
I've said many, many times, and I've experienced it, that if you're a good customer service person, if you have good people skills, you know how to relate to and deal with and handle people, both customers and if you have employees, you can get a job anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. And that would be relevant too to if you're running a business, if you've got good people skills, good communication skills, and you're talking to a prospect, then they're going to be much more likely then to invest in you to say yes to whatever it is you're offering. In your case, it was uh, repairs of, of their motor vehicles. And of course, as well as if you're working for someone else, if you come up and able to speak well and portray yourself well and have those good relationship building skills, you're more likely then to be able to secure that job. Right. More so today than it's ever been before. People mm-hmm. today, really, all your customers today are very savvy and they expect a lot. Mm-hmm. And they want to feel important. They want to feel cared about. And that's probably the number one key. Uh, you know what? Years ago, I was um, in a network marketing business and they had a wonderful support system. And they told you to picture on your prospect or the other person's forehead Make me feel important. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that. You know, and I've been able to make good use of that. And I think that's so important too because I recall having a number of conversations with different people, yet the ones that really stand out for me, the ones that I often recall and the people that I want to reach out to are the ones where the conversation has made me feel important, where they were really interested in what I was talking about. And I know when I'm making a decision to either hire someone or invest in someone's services, if they've really spent the time to make me feel important, I'm more likely to then invest in them. And that's what you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think we want to be a student of human nature. We want to know what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. Each one of them is individuals. What are they dealing with in that moment? What do they want? What's their expectation? You know, we want to be fully present whether we're on the phone or whether we're in person with that prospect or customer to be fully present for them. Yeah, yeah. So you've mentioned some really good things there to be fully present, to be aware of things, obviously to ask really good questions. So do you think that anyone can do this or do you think there's a certain type of person that has the ability to do this? You know, Amory, I really believe that these are learned skills. There are some people that are naturally good with people. Those aren't always the ones that are best that, that because they don't necessarily learn the skills mm. of how to deal with people as a customer, as a prospect, as an employee. I'll give you a quick little story. When I mentioned that I started my own order repair business when I was 25, well, five years later, I had a dozen employees and lots of headaches. I didn't really have the training <laughs> for, for the business side of things. I had a, a dream of moving to a cabin in the hills literally that honestly that's, wow. that's where my mind was at at that time i was like experiencing burnout and then when i crashed and burned or well, actually i sold the business and when i went back in and i went out to manage other people's businesses that's mm-hmm. what i what i found my niche is that i as i mastered those skills now here's a person who just wanted to get away from people now i'm dealing with people on a large scale. These were people I'm handling. My customers all had problems. That's why they were coming to me. Mm-hmm. So I had to be good at, you know, at handling the people. And I had a pretty large employees. So as you learn the skills, you feel good about what you're doing. Yes. 
You know, I love that you've said that and I think it's so important. I want to mention it again to people who are listening today. And if you think that you're someone that's not naturally a people's person, unless I've heard a number of my colleagues even express, you know, they say, I'm really shy. I find it difficult to speak to people. I feel like, you know, just coiling up and I find it really difficult to realize that it is a learned skill and to hear your story. And it's an incredible successful story that you went from someone who really just wanted to move away from society, live in a cabin in the hills, which does sound incredibly, I love that idea as well. But that through learning those skills and really sort of starting to be familiar with them, you then generated incredible success and you enjoyed it. And I'm sure you didn't feel burnt out, did you? Because you had the skills, you knew what needed to be done and you could do so confidently. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. I just left that world to come in and do my own coaching and, you know, the things that I'm, that I'm mm. doing in the Tell Seminar Series. For 26 years, that's what I did. I went into other dealership, automobile dealerships, and I developed their service departments. And there's great satisfaction in doing that. Mm. It's, uh, it's very satisfying. Yeah. Now, you mentioned a Telesummit series, and before the end of the call, we're going to be sharing with people how they can find out more about that Telesummit and how they can reach out to you as well, because I think this is such an important topic. But before we do that, let's just talk a little bit more about these special skills, the techniques and methods, because I know that for those people who are up until now thinking, well, I don't have those skills, so this doesn't really relate to me, now knowing that they can improve those skills just by learning and familiarizing themselves with it what are some of these special skills and techniques and methods that they need to know about Amory I think first of all we have to start with the mindset we, we have to decide you know, who we are and what we do that we're a professional in whatever it is you can apply this to almost anything mm-hmm. any business any job really so we work on that mindset and that mindset's not taught commonly in schools at least not here in the states that I know of and we're not going to find it on the TV. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not going to, going to teach it. No. So start with that mindset. And I start with, I like to teach people to work from your strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are your strengths? You know, mine happen to be persistence and action. I'm an action person. Yes. Sometimes to a fault. You know? <laughs> but, but that persistence has paid off. But I know that. I know that when I take something on... I'm going to wear it down. It's done. It's mine. I own it mm-hmm. because that's my natural gift. That's, you know, I'm not real good on the details or the organization. I keep people around me to handle those things. Yeah. And whatever your product or service is, you know, you're solving someone's problem. Get in the mindset that you're a problem solver doing what you're good at. Hopefully what you're doing is something you, you know, you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. And I think so many people don't take the time to be able to recognize their strengths. And in fact, time and time again in my career consulting business, when I went with clients through and said, what are some of the key strengths that you have? They really stood there blank faced. Yet when you asked them what they thought their weaknesses were, they would rattle off a whole list, and which was really unfortunate. But it's really important, as you've said, to be able to work on the mindset and asking ourselves, you know, who am I? What is it that I do? What are my key strengths? 
And one thing that I've done myself and many of my clients I'd love to share, and this might be something that you encourage people to do as well, is to, if they're struggling to identify their natural gifts, such as you said you're a persistent and an action taker, reach out and ask people who know you well and say to them, what do you think a number of my strengths are? Let me know because, you know, I really want to get clear on this. Is that something that you also uh, recommend? Emery, we're right on the same page. <laughs> you're exactly right. We do often struggle with, uh, you know, identifying and knowing what our strengths are. And, uh, but we're so quick to recognize our weaknesses and we're, we work so hard on trying to overcome our weaknesses. Well, those weaknesses, you know, we'll, the weak areas will, will work themselves out. But mm. you focus on the strengths and you're exactly right. Ask people around you who know you well, a variety of people. It could be yeah. your spouse. It could be co-workers. It, it get a cross-section of people and they'll help you identify what your strengths are pretty quickly. Yeah. And I think what's really important to stress too, and that you mentioned, you leveraged your key strengths and you did that in a way knowing that you are a problem solver and doing things and supporting your customers, your clients and achieving that. And by combining the two, the strengths and the passion for the work that you were doing and, you know, having that sense of, of customer service and being supportive and so forth, that really created a solid foundation upon which, you know, you built your business. So very important that people take those things down. You know, if you haven't got a pen and paper, go and grab one and, and write that down. Very important. Are there any other sort of techniques or methods that you want to share today? Well, I mentioned being a student of human nature and understand that we're in the people business, whatever we're doing. So engaging that as a study, an ongoing study. Mm-hmm. And then a real key thing that, that I've managed to do, there's, there's real magic in this, whether you're on the phone or especially when, if you're in person, is put yourself inside of that other person's shoes. Mm-hmm. What are they experiencing? What are they expecting? What do they want? You know, this is all about them. When we can make it about them. It's like magic. Yeah, I love that. Show them that you care. <laughs> yeah. And that will come across absolutely to, to the person standing you know, across from you. That If you really care genuinely, that will speak volumes to them. Sorry, I interrupted. What was the other technique well, that you were no, talking that, about? That was good. I'm glad you followed up on that because you can't fake it. Yes. Um, you know, and you'll get, you're going to say, well, gee, how, you might say, well, how am I going to be real about this? Well, as you practice this, you will get good at it. Mm. You get, get outside of yourself. You start not being self-conscious when you make it about them. You know, you're not as concerned about how you look, how you sound. You know, we don't worry about our faults as much when we're concentrating on the other person and how we can serve them. Yeah, very important. So you, you were going to mention another point? Yeah, you mentioned about asking questions. You know, of course, we've probably all heard, we understand it, how important it is. Of course, do more listening than talking. A good conversationalist is a good listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the ratio is, it's at least 60% letting them talk. I think it might be more than that. And then you can control the conversation by the questions that you ask. Yeah. So as you really pay attention to what they're saying, even if you disagree with them, really tune in and listen to what they say. You want to get inside their head, uh, not to disagree or, you know, you're not coming up with what your comeback is going to be. But when they finally stop for a breath, you can ask a question that totally takes the conversation where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. 
so important. And I recall someone mentioning the exact same thing that you're talking about. She went into a store and I think it's had something to do with a technical problem on her, you know, she couldn't pick up the TV, so she needed a new aerial. Anyway, she told the shop assistant what she was experiencing and, you know, he said, oh, yeah, we can help you with that. And by the way, we've got this new and straight away he went to try and sell her this goodness knows what it was. But she said, I'm not technically minded or electronically minded. So he absolutely just lost my respect. And and I didn't feel that he really needed, you know, really felt that, that he was supporting me in what I needed. And so she went out to another store and they spent time with her, showed her the different aerials, gave her the different options. You know what? She ended up buying a larger package anyway because they spent the time to listen to her needs, answer the questions that she had, and then when she was comfortable, give her the different solutions. And that was all about listening. So that's so important, isn't it? Yeah, you just really uh, played that out very well, Amory. As you listen and as you ask the right questions, and not necessarily trying to lead them to what you want them to have. Mm. It's really finding out what's right for them. Yeah. What meets their needs, what's in their heart. Yeah, very important. Now, speaking of customer service, we've spoken about ways in which we can build relationships, which is all very important. But, you know, sometimes in our business, there are times when we have a disgruntled customer or someone that has a concern. Do you have any wisdom to share on how we deal with a difficult customer or person in our business? Yes, definitely do. In the automobile service, and I I was managing collision repair shops, body shops, people that wreck their cars. Oh. <laughs> and, that's, and they want them back perfect. They don't, yeah. Want, you know. Yeah. You know. It's not my but, fault. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Right. Yeah, I'm a victim. Yeah. You get all kinds. So you, you have to develop some real skills. And, and actually, most managers in my industry that I came out of are not good at this. They know how to fix cars. They don't know how to deal with the people. Yeah. But you're going to get disgruntled some customers are just unbelievably demanding. And first of all, you, you don't want to have an attitude about them. I mean, you got to just appreciate who they are, appreciate their business, and just ask yourself, how can I serve them best? How can I win them over? Mm-hmm. So you always want to hear them out, totally hear them out. Just let them, don't interrupt them, show them, make eye contact, nod your head, Give them signs that lets them know that you care, that they they have your attention. Mm -hmm. Be sure that you know all their concerns, hear it all out, and you never make them wrong. Mm -hmm. That'll always go against you. And then you offer a solution. It might be the solution that they're asking for, they're they're demanding, or it may not. It may be something that's, you know, you moderated, you modified a little bit. What I have found is, they oftentimes become my biggest fans. Yes. They've been more loyal and refer more customers to me because I won them over. Sometimes I lost money doing it. Oftentimes I didn't. It was just a matter of hearing them out and maybe taking care of some minor detail for them. Mm-hmm. But you, you must have that skill because, you know, people are... They have their moments, they have their bad days, they have bad situations, and some people are, are just seem to be born to be difficult. Yeah. 
so agree with that and I love the way that you've expressed that. And again, it, it speaks very much to what you said before. Be a student of human nature, understand these people and put yourself in these shoes. You don't know. They may have had a bad day after bad day after bad day. They're stressed at their work or whatever. And through you just being able to listen to them, not interrupting them, maintaining eye contact, contact and really showing that you care and you want to to come up with a solution that they're going to be happy with, you can diffuse that situation almost immediately and they then become your greatest ambassadors. Just so very important. Yeah, absolutely. I have to agree that that's myself too. Sometimes, you know, when I've had a bad day and, you know, things aren't working well, you've gone into a shop to, I don't know, complain or something and just the way that they handle it completely diffuses and then they might say something and you think, well, it's not too bad after all. And I've had that personally occur to me as well and it's made an incredible difference. In fact, yeah, 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 so very true. So listen, don't interrupt them, hear them out, hear everything that they're concerned about and never make them wrong and and offer a solution you know even if it's not the entire solution that they want but you're working towards it and you're showing that you really do care about their needs so fantastic so one question that I really want to ask you I'm sure that you've got some wisdom to share on this what's the number one thing that you recommend for all ambitious entrepreneurs listening today for success what do you recommend I think invest in yourself what is I heard recently that is the prescribed percentage is the best 10% of what you make in your own self-education. And I can tell you that that's worked for me. Mm-hmm. I have been a seminaraholic, a bookaholic, a tapeaholic. I mean, <laughs> once I immersed myself, I put my head back into what I was doing. I mentioned that I got burned out. Mm. And I you know, now I'm managing other people's business. It's a very difficult thing to do. I began to invest in my own self-education. And I know one year, Anne-Marie, about two or three years ago, I actually invested about 20% of my income. Mm-hmm. And that might be extreme for some people, but I can tell you, what it does for you is magical. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree too. If I look back over my business, where it jumped up really high, you know, significant as, as far as income and, and just visibility and all those different things in my business was when I invested in myself through investing in, in personal development, personal professional development. So I certainly agree. It, it is magical and it certainly um, is something that I do continuously and uh, I've even and stepped up even greater into investing for next year. So looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Look, Les, it's been incredible speaking with you today. Everything that you've mentioned today makes so much sense and I think really will help us to create solid customer relationships so that we can become people magnets. I mean, you know, become a student of human nature. I mean, personally, I love that. I mean, I think it's just fascinating to find out, you know, how we tick. And I tell you too, it's not just from a business point of view, but relationships and family and how I deal with my children. It's made an an incredible impact. So I I thank you so very much for sharing your wisdom today on the show. How can people get in contact with you? Well, on my website, lesschmidt.com, actually, when you go on there, there's a welcome message that really gives 
I'm, I just about gave everything I can in there to, to jumpstart someone onto, you know, their entrepreneurial career or into their best life. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And you've spoken about your book as well, and I'm sure people are, are interested in getting a copy of that. And of course, the book is So You're in the People's Business. And what we'll do is we'll put a link on our show blurb directly through to Amazon so that you can get a copy of Les's book there. Now, Les, do you also want to tell us a little bit more about the Tally Summit? Because I know that you've got a special offer for Ambitious Entrepreneur Show listeners. Yes, I made a special offer on there because of that. I created that Tellus Summit and I was privileged to have you speak on there. And uh, we're going to have your recording posted up in 30 days again. Great. And on there, I thought, what is the best thing that I could offer to my audience? And so I do a an hour and a half. It's an hour to an hour and a half consultation. And what we do is I send out a form once you apply for that and you fill out this form, and I study that form in great detail, and then we speak, I'm very well prepared to give you the most value, to be, really be able to get you jump-started to, you know, to where you want to be. So I, uh, we could direct folks to the link on that site, uh, I suppose would be the best way to do that. Yeah, so again, just go to our show blurb, and uh, we'll make sure that we pop the link directly through to the page on Les's site so that you can access that and get in contact with him to find out more about uh, the special consultation. Look, thank you so very much for coming on the show again, uh, Les. It's been really fantastic. And of course, for all our listeners today, if you've been sitting there listening to the things that Les has been sharing and thinking, you know what, this is just so very important, let us know. On the show blurb beneath there, you'll notice that there's a comment section. Let us know what really stood out for you on today's show what's a couple of action steps besides getting in contact with Les are you going to take in your business so that you can start to really improve your customer service skills become such an effective communicator that you really empower people but build those you know important relationships that really are the foundations to a successful business there are different ways that you can connect with the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show if you are a Twitter if you love Twitter Twitter geek then uh, our Twitter handle handle is at the ambitious pod at the ambitious pod for all you people that love facebook all you do need to do is search for the ambitious entrepreneur show the ambitious entrepreneur show where you can network and build relationships with other like-minded entrepreneurs and of course as always share it like the shows share it with people in your community so that they can benefit from the message as well and of course for those of you who are subscribed to our itunes channel let us know what you think give us out of five what do you think of today's show and if you want to write a little recommendation there as well we always appreciate it and of course pop on over to our show blurb so that you can get access to all of the links that we shared today so once again thank you so much for coming on the show les thank you amory for having me it's been my great pleasure hi this is amory cross founder and podcast host on the ambitious entrepreneur network.com and business coach for heart-centered solopreneurs with another business tip to help you boost your credibility visibility and hireability so you can get paid what you're worth 
Hi, this is Anne-Marie and here's today's tip. Tapping into the emotion of your prospect is vital. Is your copy, is your marketing material, the tweets that you send out, the posts, are they connecting with your audience or informing your audience? Let me ask you a question. Do you like being told what to do by someone that you don't know very well or that really doesn't know you very well, particularly what you're experiencing, what you're going through and how that's impacting your life and your business? I know I certainly don't and I'm sure that you don't either. That's why I spend so much time working with my Six Figure Breakthrough Secrets clients to help them define their ideal clients' issues, their struggles and how that's impacting their lives, stopping them from reaching their goals and their dreams. Because once they understand this, they can speak specifically and exact to these things in their marketing material and in their articles so that they can connect with their audience. They build rapport. They continue to build those three key elements of know, like and trust in a relationship. People are not going to invest in you if they don't know, like or trust you. Once you have those three key things and people can see that, that you know exactly what they're experiencing, you can connect with them on a far deeper level in everything that you do. Now, if this is something that you continue to struggle with, you haven't really been able to define your ideal clients' issues, their problems and what they're experiencing, then why don't you come across and book in for one of my breakthrough strategy sessions and we'll spend some time brainstorming and seeing if we can define your ideal clients' issues and problems. Because every single month I open up a number of limited spots. So all you need to do to go and apply for one of these spots is go to bit.ly forward slash breakthrough session. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's sponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.